0: Let's talk Tanya for the 22nd of Tamos. In yesterday's Tanya, we explained that Tshuva is a process that has two steps. Step number one is arousing compassion and mercy upon one's own soul, for the damage one has done to one's soul, and also compassion on God, and also breaking one's ego by contemplating the damage that one did through the sins that they have done. We ended off with a question, which is, okay, so if someone did a sin for which the punishment is kares, excision, the soul is cut off from God completely, so then we can understand the compassion on the soul. We can also understand why thinking about that would uh, be so crushing on the ego. But what if a person didn't, is not guilty of any sins of that nature? What then? So Dr. Rebbe says, let's go back to the analogy that I gave you a little while ago. I said our connection to God, the connection every Jew has with God, is like... A rope which contains 613 strands. It is true that there are certain very severe sins that a violation of one of those sins cuts the entire rope. But let's say a person never did one of those sins. But if a person does many of the smaller sins you are cutting one strand after another strand after another strand and you might reach a point where the connection is no longer viable. Furthermore, the Alter Rebbe says, even if a person does the same sin again, again, and again, even though it's only one sin, you would think it's only a single strand. But every single time that you cut that strand, you are weakening the entire rope and weakening your entire connection to God. To the point, the Alter Rebbe says that repeated sins, even if it's the same sin, if it's repeated enough time, uh, if it's repeated enough times, it can actually have the same negative impact as one severe sin. Dr. Rebbe points to a, a verse that brings out this point. The Pesach says in Yeshaya, Hashem says, God says to us, Machisi ka'ov chate secha, which means God says, I have erased your sins that are like a cloud and your sins that are like a cloud. Now that sounds repetitious, but the words used in the pasuk are different. Um, uses slightly different words for, the, for to describe sin in Hebrew. One is a pesha and one is a chet. But more importantly, for the purposes of our conversation, the words that the, that the, that Yeshaya uses to describe a cloud. The first time he says is a, of, a of is a thick cloud. The second one is a unknown, which is a thin cloud, which means every cloud, every, every sin is like a cloud that separates us from God. There are some sins that are like a, of, they're a thick cloud. The <laughs> separation is very, very powerful. Some of them, our uh, fluffy clouds, they're not very thick, they're not very substantive. But if you take a bunch of those, um, you know, uh, um, the, 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 the smaller clouds, not the smaller ones, uh, the less dense clouds, you put them together, you get one thick cloud. The example Dr. Rebbe gives is you can have a thick curtain on your window blocking out the sun. But what if you don't have a thick curtain, but you have over there a thin veil or a thin sheet over there? Okay, it's not going to block out the sun, but what if you put one veil left, another veil left, another veil left, another veil, eventually it's going to block out the sun. Point being, sometimes a person does one sin, it's a severe sin, and that is like a thick cloud, a thick curtain, cuts the rope. However, if you do other sins, even the smaller sins, but if you do them many times over, it can have the exact same effect. And then the Alter Rebbe says, there are also certain sins, and if I might want to say, very common sins which even though they're not capital offenses, our sages view them very severely. In fact, our sages say that these are tantamount to the worst sins. And some examples Al the Rebbe gives, ignoring a request for charity. which the Torah says, we're not allowed to do. Lashon Hara, speaking negatively about someone else. How many of us are guilty of that? Arrogance, anger. And of course Talmud Torah we know that the most important mitzvah is studying Torah. The greatest mitzvah is studying Torah. So if anyone is guilty of any of these sins of being arrogant, getting angry speaking Lashon Hara not studying Torah as much or as deeply as they should the feeling of guilt and the Rachmanis on the Neshama the compassion on the soul and the crushed ego which should result from contemplating the damage that one has done is there even if the person never did one of those severe sins. We've concluded now these two steps. Step number one, arousing the compassion. Step number two is breaking the ego. And in tomorrow's Tanya, we're going to find out that once we've done these two steps properly, we are right now well on the way. We're on the way to receiving atonement for our sins and also fixing and rectifying any damage that we did to ourselves and to God through any sins that we may have done.